It's a podcast. The podcast. Hosted by Lee Michael and Robbie. Hello, welcome to a podcast. The podcast. I'm Lee. I'm Robbie. And this week's episode is brought to you by Raid Shadow Legends, an exciting RPG online game. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> oh no, it's nothing. I just, I just love our this week's sponsor, Raid Shadow Legends, so <laughs> our, much. It's such a great game, Robbie. You can customize your clan. You can uh, customize your character. Uh, it's a great way to build an online community with other gamers. Uh, and it's free to download. Uh, purchases are, of course, uh, in the app. But, you know, get that sweet, yes. sweet a podcast, the podcast uh, discount in the uh, link description here. And you can save uh, 10% off your first uh, your first uh, uh, item. <laughs> your first <laughs> chest of doubloons or whatever the fuck. <laughs> Uh, the unrelated question to today's wonderful sponsor, Raid Shadow Legends. Did you like see a JonTron video recently or something? Or is, no, or this come from somewhere else? No, every fucking YouTuber has yeah. Raid Shadow they must be Legends doing a, ads, dude. Yeah, they must be doing a, a new sponsor push or whatever. I don't watch that anti-Semite. <laughs> that fat fucking racist cunt. I don't watch that guy. <laughs> yeah, a talking uh, cat? What is he, a Jew? Jesus Christ, JonTron. <laughs> yeah, he might be uh, uh, not fully anti-vax, but a COVID-vax skeptic now too. So that's fun. Well, yeah, I mean the you know the that that comes with the uh, anti-Semitism for some reason. <laughs> it's like a package deal. Yeah, they go they go hand in hand. <laughs> yeah, they do. They do. It's a nice pair. Uh, so here we are. Here we are. <clears throat> What's new this week, Robbie? What's going on? Uh, you know, not a whole lot. Just, uh, just chilling as per usual. Sweet. What you, what you got going on? Oh, not much. You know, just been sick. <laughs> yes. Been sick since the last day that we recorded. Uh, <laughs> been out of work this whole time. That's cool. Uh, yep. don't have the PTO for that. So that's extra cool. Fuck yeah. Um, our company actually reintroduced, uh, like a comp PTO for COVID symptoms or an actual COVID uh, diagnosis, which I didn't, I don't have COVID, but I had COVID symptoms. So technically it would work, but you're only eligible if you've gotten your booster already. And I haven't been able to do that yet. So yeah, well, won't get that benefit, but that's all right. <laughs> I'll, <laughs> so just you slip, went to the... I'll just slip further into poverty. It's no big deal. And you went to urgent care the other day, right? What was, what, what was the story there? Well, I went yesterday because I've yeah. been fucking sick for a week and it's time to see what's going on. Been... <laughs> a week later, I guess in my head, I just assumed that you like had already gone at some point. No, dude. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I thought I'd be better by now. And oh, yeah. Sure. There was like two days where I was fine. And then at night I got shitty and then was shitty in the morning. So like I never knew if I was getting better or not. And so, yeah, after the second tease of thinking I'm better and then I wasn't, I was like, oh, right. I got to fucking figure this out because I've been taking DayQuil this whole time and it hasn't been doing shit. Uh, so, yeah, I went to uh, urgent care at one, one o'clock yesterday, got checked in by one thirty, and they saw me at like... 7.05 yep. p.m., dude. Fucking yep. six hours later, I I had my appointment, which took about five minutes. Uh, and then Usually they sent does, me... Yep. Yeah, then they sent me on the way with a prescription for some antibiotics, uh, which ha apparently make my tummy really upset. Uh, so I spent the day just shitting my brains out all day long. Uh, <laughs> do, you, do you actually have like a bacterial infection or do they just do that? Uh, they didn't really know or like care to figure out what I have. <laughs> they were just like, great, great. Yeah. That's nice. Thank you for contributing to antibiotic resistant they <laughs> bacteria. Tested, they tested me for COVID. And here's what's really funny. I took a rapid test for COVID and it was yeah. negative yeah. and I didn't really have, have COVID symptoms. Uh, aside from like, you know, the ones that carry over from the flu. 
you know, right. or like a bad cold even. Yeah. So I which went- is all it is. Yeah. Hashtag open that wall or whatever. Open Hillary's legs. Jesus. So, uh, uh, anyways, um, lost my train of thought because I didn't expect to hear that today. Oh, oh, oh. So, what I thought it was, what I thought I had was a bad cold that became a sinus infection or bronchitis. Um, so I, that's what I thought it was. So I'm in the urgent care clinic and the doctor's talking to me and she's like, she's like, well, you know, it could be COVID. And I was like, well, you know, I took this test and like, I don't really have these symptoms. And she's like, well, there's a new variant as if I didn't know. I was just like, okay. So she goes, okay, well, we're going to test you right now. And I was like, okay. So I did the test. And after she was like shitting on the rapid test, not being effective enough, she fucking gives me the same rapid test that I took. And I was like, well, good news. It's not COVID. It's like, cool. I already said that. Sweet. Um, And then, yeah, they didn't really care like what it was. They were just like, all right, here's some meds. Take them. You know, keep taking DayQuil if you want. doesn't matter. It's like, okay. Sweet. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So here we are. Undiagnosed, baby. (laughs) Hey. Uh, Yeah. So I'll just be, uh, you know having for the foreseeable future well that and also just like having fucking bowel issues for the foreseeable future while i'm on this medication because that's like the only side effect listed and it said that it could last (laughs) it could last up to weeks after you're done taking the medicine oh that's fun yeah uh what do they give you just like some some fucking it's like a z-pack thing i don't know okay some fucking antibiotic and literally the only symptom it says is like, will cause diarrhea. <laughs> like you will have fucking diarrhea if you take this pill. Just let you know right you, now. But you absolutely will shit your pants. Fuck you. And you may very well not even have a bacterial infection. So it may all be for naught. <laughs> Good times. So that's cool. But hey, at least. Uh, I bet you'll have to go back to urgent care. Hey, we'll see. We'll see. I didn't take any di- uh fuck. I didn't take any Dayquil today and I feel okay, just, you know, not great. A little fatigued yeah, I mean, you, right now. Yeah, you sound congested, but otherwise fine. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, <clears throat> excuse well, me. Well, that that wasn't a good <laughs> example. <laughs> no. Well, I had a big yeah, day. I feel fine. <clears throat> I had a big day, Robbie. I I left my house. Wow. Today. Uh, just to, I just had to get the fuck out of here. So I just like, you know, went, just went to a few places just to kill some time. And now I'm very tired. So clearly I'm not over this thing yet. Where did you go? Uh, I just went to like half price books and Barnes and Noble for a little bit. Nice. Yeah. Just looking for stuff they don't have. Just some cheeky little super spreading. Yeah, I need to cough here, cough there, open a book and blow my nose in it. <laughs> yeah, I, I like to bleed on the pages personally, but mm. sneezing works too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. Um, yeah, so it, it's been great. You know, spent Christmas completely alone with nothing to do. Just in agony on the couch all day. <laughs> yep (laughs) just the fucking coup de gras dude just the just the cherry on top of the shit salad of this past year the fucking (laughs) the fucking the fucking Reese's feces in my little trick-or-treat bag dude like just fucking (laughs) the cherry on top of everything a shit year. Oh my god. Book ended by being fucking sick on Christmas, dude. On just Christmas and not being able to fucking do anything. Just sitting alone in a fucking house. Burning <laughs> up. It was fucking 80 degrees here, by the way. Fuck yeah. global warming. Uh, yeah, directly <laughs> directly after like a month and a half of just dealing with constant random bullshit with your house. <laughs> No, dude, like six months of that shit. That's true, yeah. The, it kicked off in uh, 
it kicked off in June when the <laughs> when my AC went out, and it's just been consistent ever since. And uh, you know, yeah, good times, good <laughs> times. Anyways, uh, moving along from that topic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> one thing I one thing I did do that was nice <clears throat> while I was uh, sick in pain alone, mm-hmm. completely alone on the holidays, no one here. Yep. Yep. Um, I, I binge watched the uh, entire season of MacGruber. Nice. Which was How fucking was hilarious, dude. Good. That show Good. rules. Uh, funnier than the movie. Crazier than the movie. Wow. Uh, somehow crazier than the movie. Uh, it's weird. Like, it's weird that you can get away with so much more on television than you can in movies. Unless you know, like, unless you. Unless it goes to streaming and doesn't have to get a rating. Right. But like there's I'm sure there's so much shit that they couldn't do in the movie because they had to get an R rating. Uh yeah, maybe. And in the show, it's just like anything goes. <laughs> right, right. So yeah, it, it's wild. Uh Billy Zane is the main villain. Fuck yeah. Yep. Love a good Billy Zane performance. Uh not that he ever gives one, but you know. <laughs> wishful thinking. Uh, Good is I would, a relative. I would, love, I would love to see a great Billy Zane performance someday. Well, you know, if I if I if I ever find a magic <clears throat> lamp, uh-huh. I'll, I'll let you have a wish. Yeah, actually, just give it to Billy Zane, dude. <laughs> let him make the wishes. Uh, <laughs> he needs it. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, uh, it's hilarious. So it, it picks up ten years after the events of the movie. MacGruber's been in jail, and uh, the the uh, president's daughter is kidnapped. And the terrorists want to make a trade for MacGruber. So it's literally a suicide mission. And Lawrence Fishburne is in it. He plays this general that MacGruber used to serve with or something. And uh, he goes to MacGruber and he's like, look, you know, I'm asking you to die for your country. (laughs) And MacGruber RSVPs, yes, queen. And Goes to get abducted and uh, hijinks ensue. It's fucking hilarious, man. Fuck yeah. Streaming on Peacock, like I said. I don't know if you need a... I don't think you need a subscription to even watch it. Because there's a free version of the app where it's Mm. just uh, free with ads. Right. In fact, I think that's what I have because I don't think I renewed my subscription. But I've been using Peacock this whole time. There's actually a lot of great shit on there. Uh, so yeah, now sometimes I just get ads. It's not a big deal. But yeah, hell yeah, check out MacGruber. It's fucking hilarious. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. Oh, also, Sam, yeah. also Sam Elliott plays his dad. Ah, uh, yes, I saw. I yeah, saw that. It was great, great cast in <laughs> That's there. Good. Yeah, I'm just happy to see Will Forte doing stuff. I'm a big fan of Will Forte. Yeah, I am too. Uh, dude is insanely hilarious. Yes, and, and a uh, very good actor. Yeah. Yeah, he's great in dramatic stuff. Wish he would do more dramatic stuff. But uh, also, uh, Kristen Wiig is doing her Kristen Wiig thing, and it finally like fits the project that she's in. <laughs> so, unlike Ghostbusters or something, it's like yeah, it actually yeah. fits in here, <clears throat> right? Yeah. Uh, and Lawrence Fishburne is also hilarious. Good, good. Well, yeah, he had to do something since he wasn't in the new Matrix. Good for him. I'll tell you what, MacGruber was a lot better than The Matrix was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not surprised. That's Dude, a very got, low bar. It's actually gotten like great reviews. as a 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. Fuck yeah. Yeah, it's a great show. It's a great, It's. I mean, it's like the movie, but it's just like such a great satire of like serious macho man right. movies and stuff. It's just, it nails it. Um. I feel like that could very easily go the opposite way and be like really cringy and unfunny. Yeah, it could be real annoying. Uh, thankfully, it never is. Like I never, yeah, yeah. It, it never got old. Um, so that's good. Get on you, Will nice. Forte. <laughs> I watched a couple of movies recently. I watched a really fucking awful Netflix Christmas movie. That's not even, I think, what was it called? Love Hard or something. That's like not even worth talking about. It's so fucking bad. Uh, but it's not even like remarkably bad. It's just like regular bad, you know. Um, and have then... they just like taken over the market from Hallmark on like <laughs> shitty ass Christmas movies? Yeah, but this one was like trying to be like an irreverent millennial comedy. It was not 
not good. Aren't all of them? I don't know. I just know. Was Vanessa Hudgens in it? Because she's in. She's like contractually obligated to appear in every Christmas movie now. Ah, uh, no. Who was it? There was this. I, yeah, I don't remember the girl's name. I've only seen her in like one other thing. Hmm. Um, but yeah, she's not like notable. And then the the like love interest guy <laughs> is uh, I can't remember his name. He's he's an Asian comedian. He's really funny. Uh, his stand up is really good. Uh, Joe I, it's too, it's too <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yeah, so it started. It started fifty year old man Joe Coy. <laughs> <laughs> No, I can't remember his name, but I like his stand-up a lot. But yeah, in any case, not just don't see it. It's not good. Um, don't I watched worry, I, <laughs> I watched Tick Tick Boom. Oh, I wanted day, to see that, which is excellent. Yeah, it's very it's very good. Uh, you know, it's a musical, so be be uh, in for that and ready for that. But the performances are all fantastic. The music's all great. Uh, Lin Manuel Miranda did a good job in his first like directorial wow. role. He did a good wow. job. I fucking hate that guy. Do you think uh, Andrew Garfield <laughs> will, will win an Oscar for that movie or for his appearance in Spider-Man No Way Home? Because a lot of fans on Twitter think that that movie deserves like a lot of Academy fucking Awards. Oscar. Yeah, and the people are like, cool. we need we need to see Amazing Spider-Man 3. No, you don't. Those movies fucking suck. Andrew Garfield is just a good actor. Get over it. Yeah. Yeah. Those That's literally it. The individual people can be good in movies that are otherwise bad. It happens all the fucking time. In fact, it happens more often than the movies are good. <laughs> so shut the fuck up. Because fucking, fucking nobody liked Amazing Spider-Man when it came out. The only things that people liked were Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone, and that was it. Everybody universally agreed those movies sucked. And now suddenly everybody likes them and thinks that they got a bad rap. Or not even that. Everyone's like, oh, no, they were always good, actually. No, they fucking weren't. You Oh, God, I almost said a few words I'm not allowed to say. Can you, can you push the mic about an inch away from your face? <laughs> oh, what? Is, yeah. is there a problem? Is it's a problem? just a little hot. <laughs> My bad. It got, it got a little worked up there. It's, I, I, it's understandable. Anyway. Uh, I was going to say, well, unfortunately... Marvel and Sony have 18 Spider-Man films in the works right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's never going to end. 18 Spider-Man related projects, dude. I'm oh, not I thought you made that number up. <laughs> no, no, I'm serious. That includes... What the hell else are they going to do? So there's going to be like more Venom stuff, obviously. Yeah, and then like Spider-Woman, Black Canary, or Black Catter, wh whichever is the Spider-Man one. Black Canoe, who knows? Uh, Black, can uh, Black uh, Canook, I don't Black know. <laughs> Black Cooch, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what her name is, but I think it's Black oh, Cat, actually. But anyways, uh, they're all getting a movie, dude. Like every fucking That is Black character. Black I think. You see. Yeah. There's like a Craven the Hunter solo movie. There's Morbius sequels, like just all that shit, dude. Oh yeah, I keep forgetting Morbius is a thing. I will never forgive Sony for even considering the Ant May's standalone movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, an Ant May prequel. Oh fucking blow me. Jesus anyway, sorry. Christ. Go ahead with your praise for Lin Manuel uh, Miranda. Well, easy now. <laughs> I would. I'm not a, a, a Lin Manuel Miranda apologist. By is any he means. the next Andrew Lloyd Webber or something? Yes, yes, he is. He's the, the next gay white man <laughs> on Broadway. Yeah. No, I was. Uh, you know, he's never directed a movie before, and he did a good job. Wow. Good for him. And he didn't write any of the music, so you don't have to worry about that. Thank God. It's actually pretty cool that they, they found a bunch of stuff. So Tick, Tick, Boom is itself a, a musical that was written by Jonathan Larson. He only ever performed it as a one man show, I think, once mm -hmm. uh, before he died. And then uh, it's sort of since been adapted to have, I think, like four or five people in it. And actually, Lin-Manuel Miranda was in it at one point. So that's probably why he uh, wanted to do it. I didn't know he was dead. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jonathan Larson died. OK, so Jonathan Larson is the guy who made Rent. Mm -hmm. uh, the musical Rent, and he died the day before its premiere. Oh fuck! Really? Spoilers. Yeah. Well, th th this <clears throat> this is only a, this is only just a, a tick tick boom. Basically, the musical as reimagined as a movie. Um, near as I can tell, it it is like an adaptation. It's not like exactly one to one, um, but there are like elements of the stage show in it. It's kind of cool. They like 
have a, a videoed performance of the actual stage show kind of intercut with the actual movie. That's cool. um, and some of like the songs kind of go back and forth. It's, it's done in like a really interesting way. Um, and yeah, you don't even get up to him making rent. It's all about him writing oh. his like, first ever musical. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't really know anything about it, but it's, it's pretty much just him writing, getting up to his first musical uh, superbia. And it's sort of just about his struggles as an up and coming writer and kind of the impact that it's had on his relationships, kind of what the creative process is for him. Um, stuff like that. Uh, yeah. It's like a really great little personal story. Okay. So the trailer and the synopsis, it they make it like, seem like it's about rent and it's like, not you yeah. there the rent there's a there's actually like not a throwaway line but there's like like near the end of the movie there's just like some lines about how you know he died the day before uh rent mm. premiered and all of that uh, oh it was just a very tragic story but yeah the, you don't hear any songs from rent he's not working on rent at any point in the movie wow <clears throat> yeah they presumably just did that for you know marketing purposes but it's it's right. i actually think it's much more interesting because i don't think rent is really that good well i've never seen um, rent so i don't really care i mean i just I know, know the name yeah. and the the general and like this yeah and this and it was like a very significant musical for broadway and everything um and his story is very just interesting in general but i actually think it's better that it's more about him before he becomes famous at all and just it's you know a really great struggling artist story no that's cool okay cool with yeah. with with excellent music mm. and he uh as a writer it's not that his music isn't like super broadway-ish like there are still some of you know the tropes you might expect from a broadway musical but it's also a lot more influenced by like a lot of like rock and stuff like that so also even if you don't like love musicals or anything like that i think you would still really like the music can you imagine how terrible it would be if it was like Brian Singer's version of uh, Bohemian Rhapsody? <laughs> oh, fuck. Like, he, like, <laughs> <That'd be hilarious. laughs> like, instead of dying before Ren even premieres, he just like peacefully dies the second that like there's a standing ovation after the first fucking preview yeah, or something. Yeah, he like has a heart attack or something. <laughs> <laughs> he died of like a heart issue. Uh, or, or if they were just like, fuck it, we'll give him AIDS. <laughs> yeah. He dies of AIDS. Yeah. Uh, it's like his ghost watching it or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, although Vanessa Hudgens is in it. So uh, call back to that joke from yeah. five minutes ago. <laughs> She's in everything. <laughs> yes. Yes, she is. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see here. And also they like, uh, included some songs of his that, uh, were never formally published. They like went through the Library of Congress to like get a bunch of stuff, which is pretty cool. Oh, wow. And uh, he's credited as like the the all of the music and stuff in the movie is Jonathan Larson's. That's cool. Yeah. So he's like credited as the you know composer or whatever for the movie too. Nice. Yeah. Well, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah. <clears throat> good, good. Two thumbs up. Check it out. It's very good. It's on Netflix, and it's one of Andrew Garfield's best performances. I think he's great. Well, you've never seen Under the Silver Lake. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I haven't seen Hacksaw Ridge. <laughs> because I'm not 45 years old. <laughs> did you end up uh, watching fucking Don't Look Up last night? I did watch Don't Look Up last night. Excellent. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about Don't Look Up. Jesus Christ. I have never been so depressed by a comedy before. <laughs> And I mean that uh, in a good way, because that Don't Look Up is fantastic. Uh, I thought it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. It took me a while to settle into it, for sure. I think it was like an hour and a half. And actually, yeah, I, I keep I do go back and forth. Like after I watched it, I was like, I'm pretty sure I like that. And then today I've been like, yeah, that was really good. I liked it a lot. Yeah, uh, it's very it's not what I expected. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it. Uh, for me, was like somewhere in between, or not in between. It was like in the same camp as uh, Doctor Strangelove and Melancholia. Okay, <laughs> but not as good as either of those. It was like it was like a oh, weird yeah, yeah. combination of of those movies. Yeah, it's um, it's very the, the it's the comedy is very dry, which I wasn't expecting. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, some some of the social commentary is a little heavy handed. Um, just a little, huh? <laughs> just a smidge. Well, it's like, and, yeah. And holy <laughs> fuck is holy fuck is it bleak? I did, I wasn't yeah, expecting yeah. it to be at, like as <laughs> as fucking bleak 
and dark as it was. Yeah, I saw a really funny review on Letterboxd, uh, which I wouldn't go that far because I did enjoy the movie, but it was someone who didn't like the movie at all. And they said, uh, great, a two-hour version of uh, Gal Gadot's Imagine. <laughs> yeah i wouldn't go that far no i wouldn't either uh so don't don't look up is a comedy by adam mckay we all know and love adam mckay uh he made talladega nights uh and he also makes real movies sometimes too um, <laughs> yes the big short being perhaps his like best yeah i would say the big short is his best uh vice i would say is the second best and this yeah vice is, is pretty good too i would say this is his third best and i would say I of his of his straightforward comedies i would say the other guys is the best uh and the rest are just like <laughs> who cares <laughs> anchor man yeah. uh Brother, it's all the same it's all the same uh yeah, yeah it's like what's weird about all those movies is they're all well made and they're all good up until like will ferrell completely just like stops even trying to play a character and is just improvising as himself for the rest yeah. of the movie and then the entire thing just comes to a screeching halt and then the rest of it sucks yes i agree uh, yeah, so I'm glad that they don't make movies anymore together. I'm glad he's like an actual <laughs> filmmaker now that makes yes. movies about like important topics, <laughs> things Indeed. that matter, uh, not funny men in business suits. Uh, so that's cool. <clears throat> and yeah, it's it's about uh, a comet that's going to collide with Earth and it takes place in our modern day and age. Uh, and it satirizes uh, the division that comes when... Uh, people try to downplay something that should be taken seriously uh, to save face and make themselves look better by quote unquote, handling the situation that is out of yeah, their yeah. control. Yeah. And uh, yeah, basically a disinformation campaign is mounted against the comet that's going to hit earth. <laughs> and they're just trying yes. to get everyone to fucking like agree that there's a comet that's heading towards earth. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, the, the, the sort of basic premise and like issue that they're examining is what happens when something that, in this case, will kill all of us. It's like, a, you know, will make, render the human race extinct. Uh, what happens when that becomes politicized? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, I thought, <clears throat> for, I thought the comedy and uh, all of that stuff was, was, was really good. Uh, yes. my, my issues are like, I thought, Sometimes the editing was pretty good at like landing jokes and creating punchlines. Other yeah. times it was really obnoxious and I fucking hated it. I agree. Uh, sometimes there's just like shaky handheld for absolutely no reason whatsoever. And that's really annoying. Uh, and yeah, so I would just say the technical aspects, uh, including like some of the, some of the audio was kind of hard to hear in the oh, way really? it was. Well, just like the way it was overlaid, I didn't really like sometimes, which goes back to the editing because the, yeah. there'll be like two things happening at once, you know, kind of overlapping and just, yeah, I, yeah. it just, it, I just didn't care for it, but that's just gotcha. a personal thing. Yeah. So that, that, that didn't bother me, but yeah, the, the editing is a little wonky. The pacing is a little strange. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, it, it is kind of meandery, which I think is maybe part of the point. Um, I think that's intentional. Um, it did get a little old after a little while. Um, yeah, I, I would say there's no reason to have this movie be two and a half hours long. <laughs> no, this could it could have been a good hour fifty, two hours easy. Yeah, ninety and minutes. Other thing. Yeah, yeah. There's just yeah, especially kind of toward the when we're getting toward the the kind of third act. There's just a little bit too much. It's too there, much stuff going a, on. There's a lot too much. I say we, we could have had like one failed attempt to destroy the comet instead of like four uh the you know little things like that they also don't do a super great job of like keeping track of where the comet is because when it, when the movie starts it says we've got six months and 12 days or whatever it is mm -hmm. um until it hits and then the movie just kind of keeps going from there but with, there's no like little time card saying you know it's you know three months till impact month and a half till impact 
14 days. So that also gets a little bit confusing though. Again, that might be intentional. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Well, when, uh, when they introduced the character, Mark Rylance plays the tech billionaire. Like I, I knew exactly where it was going and yes, yes, he is creepy as fuck in this movie, dude. He's so fucking creepy. The weird fake (laughs) teeth he has are so fucking crazy. (laughs) He's like, he's like half Steve jobs, half Joe Biden. And it's just like, well, there's some Zuckerberg in there, obviously, too. Yeah. Well, it's like he's like Steve Jobs, but with the mannerisms and the awkwardness of Zuckerberg. Uh, But he looks like Joe Biden a little bit for some reason. (laughs) and It's very unsettling. He's very very shit in this movie. And uh, yeah, his character was interesting. Um, But yeah, so they make the discovery. They're supposed to go to the White House and uh, brief the president. And if you've seen the trailer, like they don't really give a shit. They're trying to say, well, they're told by Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence's characters that there is a 99.96% chance it will hit earth. And they're like, okay, so it's under a hundred. And then they're like, okay, well, let's just say 70 when we tell people, you know, and they just don't want to take it seriously. Uh, And so they leak the news themselves and then it just, they get on this morning show and it doesn't go well and it just, escalates to a point where um they're like enemies of the state almost <laughs> yeah they, yeah they keep getting arrested by the fbi and all this crazy yeah. stuff happens and um leonardo dicaprio has a an affair with kate blanchett for some reason uh all that stuff was a little weird just yeah, a little weird i think nowhere. yeah I mean, I think the point is to say that, like, even the people who are trying to do the right thing can get caught up in, like, the the system, like, the whole thing, and then get corrupted themselves. Yeah, for sure. Uh, And then, um, so what I I did, another thing I did like about the movie is that it actually had the balls to uh, end planet Earth. The movie ends with the comet. Uh, All their attempts to stop it failed because they didn't act soon enough. And... um, they basically uh, Mark Rylance's tech billionaire character. He comes up with this plan to, he realizes that there's uh like fucking priceless minerals on the yeah, comet. There's like, that there's like $150 trillion worth of various precious metals and things on the comet. Everything from like iron to like, I don't know, fucking shit that get like lithium and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, so they, they wanted to hit Earth. <laughs> yeah, so they're like, we'll let it hit Earth, but but instead we'll have we'll send up these experimental ships that will bore into it and set off these explosives to make all of the to break it into a bunch of small pieces, and then it'll right. crash in the Pacific Ocean, and then the US Navy will come in and collect all of it, and then uh we'll be rich. Right. So that's the plan that the United States goes with <laughs> so that they can be rich. Uh Social commentary, baby. And um, love to see it. And of course, it fails spectacularly. And the movie ends with the comet destroying the entire planet. Everyone everyone on the planet dies uh, unless you watch the post-credit scenes. And uh, did you watch both of the post-credit scenes? Uh, I didn't know that there were two. I saw the one of the rich people getting eaten alive. That was pretty good. Yeah, that was funny. The second one is... uh, it's revealed that Jonah Hill's character survived and he's the last person on earth. <laughs> <laughs> he crawls out of like the NAS or the, uh, whatever company. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he crawls out of their vault or wherever they were. And, uh, he's the only person left <laughs> nice. because everyone else, uh, left the bunker to, you know, go be with their loved ones and stuff. And he doesn't have any, so he just stayed behind alone with nothing else to do. Good times. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, just, uh, you know, pretty uh, apt satire about the way things are right now. Yeah, it's like most of it is is pretty good. It just gets, yeah, a little too, uh, some of it's too obvious, I think is what it is more than anything else. Like Meryl Streep as the president is obviously Trump, um, even down to like, they, they, and they never tell you her politics specifically, which I think is good because I think ultimately the, the politics of the person in charge don't really matter for the context of the story. And I would much rather them. Yeah. Basically be like, yeah, the, just the political system in general fucking sucks versus trying to be like meh Republicans or meh Democrats. Yeah. Um, but she's so obviously Trump. Uh, there's not really an attempt to hide it. I don't think even down to like the pictures of her with like Bill Clinton and like the same presidents that 
uh, Trump has pictures with and all of that stuff. I was like, okay, I get it. Could we like to maybe do something else? <laughs> yeah. I wish it was a little more broad with, uh, and I don't think her character was written very well because I found her to be really annoying. Oh, she was awful. <laughs> and I don't think any of her stuff or even Jonah Hill's stuff was very funny because it was just kind of what I expected, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It was just, it was just too on the nose. It wasn't subtle. Uh, and it was just like, so in your face and it would have been nice if it was a little bit more dialed in and pulled back and m- more of a, just a uh, satire of like the government in general, you know, and how like bureaucracy works and, and things like right. that. Something well, more like Shin Godzilla. Of, yes. Like Shin Godzilla. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say like death of Stalin or something like that. Yes. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. And I was trying to figure out when the sort of toward the end, I was trying to figure out if they were going to kill planet earth uh, or, or if they were going to have the plan be like successful when I was like, I don't know which ending would be more bleak, honestly, <laughs> if the plan worked True. and now the U S like, like everything went according to plan. And it was like, yeah, see a stupid scientist. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think that would have been the darker ending actually <laughs> just being like, see, they were right. The yep. scientists were wrong. Yeah. And then like everything keeps working and like nobody gives a shit because that's like the other like a big piece of uh, social commentary in the show is that even the people who kind of care are by design so distracted that it's hard for them to care for long or for them to like understand the level of the threat until it's they can literally see it in the sky. Yeah. And so it'd be kind of hilarious as well if, yeah, like the plan worked and everyone's like, oh, yeah, I guess there was nothing to worry about. La da 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 da. Back to like whatever. That would have been fucked up, man. (laughs) (laughs) I was wondering exactly which way they were going to go with it. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Well, I mean, I I knew that they were going to have to commit to ending the world based on the narrative that they were trying to spin, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. the, the, The narrative of the mainstream media. Uh, why did Kermit the Frog? What? I don't know, dude. That... Did Kermit the Frog get blackpilled? <laughs> no, it got canceled. <laughs> Kermit's canceled, just like the rest of the Muppets. Miss mm, Piggy won't fuck me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> that horror. Miss Piggy won't fuck me. That's <laughs> the worst sentence I've heard all week. <laughs> Mag- MacGruber says some foul fucking things in that show, but that is. That's the worst thing I've heard. Miss <laughs> Picky won't fuck. <laughs> oh my god! Also, uh, how fucking great was Timothy Chalamet? I just really loved his character. I thought he was annoying as shit. I, I thought he was really funny, even though he's only in the movie for about forty-five minutes. Yeah, it just he just shows up and makes out with Jennifer Lawrence. I don't know. I thought his stuff was funny. Yeah, uh, I I loved. Uh, I love Leonardo DiCaprio in this movie. Though. Yeah, he was he was very good. Oh, he was great. Um, he's he's got some comedic chops. It turns out, indeed. And uh, he was very funny in the movie. Um, I think it helps that he was he was playing it very straight. I think that's why it works so well. Yes, there's I, a great there's a great bit. This is like one of the few times I think the editing style worked really well. Uh, so he's like. You know, they go on this morning show and uh, Jennifer Lawrence's character is the only one that's like freaking out, rightfully so. Uh, and so they don't really want her back on the show. They're like, oh, she's she's bad for ratings and stuff. Yeah. So, but uh, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio's character goes viral and becomes like a meme and people think he's hot. So he yeah. keeps going back on the show and then he ends up becoming like the... Uh, chief of science or whatever for the president. Um, yeah. And he's like, he's like the spokesperson basically like for the, whatever plan they're cooking up at any given time. Yeah. So he, he's back on the morning show and he finally breaks down and he has this total freak out and he's just completely losing his shit. And uh, it just cuts straight from him screaming at the camera to him in a police car, the bag over his head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, and then like he has. And then it, also, I like that that seed that fucking um, Kate Blanchett just like pops into the back seat real quick and like yeah. breaks up with him basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then when he's like, you, "You still there?" And then she like pauses for a second, <laughs> then goes, "No," and then gets out. <laughs> yeah, that that whole bit was great. 
Yeah, there's. I mean, there's some great comedy here. Uh, just yeah, th- there's some very good stuff. It's just yeah. inconsistent. Yeah, for sure. I thought it was just and a, it, little, and a little long, and uh, again, the comedy was a little inconsistent. But yeah, yeah, still but a the, solid the concept. Movie. Yeah, but like the concept itself is still very good. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I think like one more round of like editing on the script or something like that tightened it up, and it would have been uh, great. Well. Uh, Another th- another thing that's going on this week, Robbie. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking of stoking division, uh, yes. <laughs> Go uh, on. It, it appears that um, conser- conservative. There's a lot of infighting with conservatives right now. Oh yes, and the movement is tearing itself apart, Avengers style. And uh, it all it took was for Donald Trump to uh, a appear. I forgot what convention it was. He was with Bill O'Reilly doing some panel and they said that people should get the booster. Uh, and then he doubled down on that with Candace Owens and people are turning on him and now they fucking hate him. Uh, <laughs> in- including Alex Jones, who said he is either an idiot or he's evil. <laughs> uh, I love it. He did. Alex Jones did like a special Christmas, like emergency bulletin broadcast. <laughs> to say that Trump has lost his fucking mind. And I just want to say, yep. after four years of just the most insane shit to ever come out of a president's mouth, fucking let's nuke a hurricane to stop it. Uh, yep. Put bleach in the body <laughs> or a light in the body. Uh, you know, can we can we cure it with Clorox? Just like all this crazy shit, man. Right, right. Grab her by the pussy. All of this. They, they yeah. stood by and doubled down on those statements and – came up with the most insane ways to defend those statements and twist it into reality. All this guy does is say, yeah, you know, I think you should get your booster shot. I think you should get the vaccine. And they fucking flip on him. It's insane. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. the breaking point. That's how fragile this shit is. I know, man. Um, and so another thing that's going on is uh, I think it's Mark Meadows and Steve Bannon uh they had this huge falling out and uh that's not looking good uh for one thing i mean uh steve bannon has been subpoenaed and you know likely to get some charges (laughs) and uh mark meadows has his tell-all book coming out and i think he's also uh been subpoenaed or something but so that's happening uh and then you have um um i can't even think of his name anymore some guy called so the president and the first lady were taking calls at the NORAD like Santa tracker thing. Right. And so they were talking to kids and parents and stuff, which, you know, I think, I think Donald Trump's the only president that didn't do that. <laughs> it's pretty Gee, cool. I wonder why. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, he was probably busy. It's probably a church since he's such a God fearing Christian man. Yes, of course. So Joe Biden and his wife were taking calls and, uh, Uh, This guy called in from Oregon or some shit. They had a lovely conversation. He was like asking about his kids, what they want for Christmas, talking to the guy. And then right before he hangs up, he's just like, let's go Brandon. (laughs) Just like, and, and Joe Biden was just like, all right, yeah, let's go Brandon. And so first he was getting (laughs) roasted because people were like, he's such a fucking idiot. He just said, fuck himself. It's like, what else is he like? Was he yeah, what's he just what's he gonna do? Like he could ignore it, and then you guys would be like, "Oh, he didn't even hear. He's so fucking stupid." <laughs> <laughs> like literally, no response is the right response, yeah. right? Uh, yeah, yeah. So then this guy, um, he posted the clip. He posted his own clip, like from his point of view. I guess he does Twitch or some shit. He's like oh, some sure. some former vet that does Twitch or something. And uh, he posted his side of the clip and uh, it went viral and people were just like, hey, you're a fucking asshole. And he's like, whoa, what the fuck? And he, he didn't like that. So now he of says course. he's being bullied by the left and that the left is a yep. bunch of meanie heads yep. that are name callers. That's always uh, what they and do. And that, that they're rude, that he's being canceled, that his free speech uh, is being trampled on because other people are using their free speech to call him names. Um, all kinds of shit which somehow has turned him into a a martyr for the right and also uh, he has replaced 
Kyle Rittenhouse as the new next big thing on the right. And Man. <laughs> he was on he was on Newsmax, dude. He like took Kyle Rittenhouse's Damn. like primetime slot or whatever. <laughs> and he was on he was on Newsmax and they were like, You're a fucking hero and all, you know, just all that shit. And he was yeah. like What's hilarious is he was in I forgot what uh what fucking uh news source interviewed him, but but not not Newsmax, like someone else, like Washington Journal or Post or some shit. I don't know. But uh, he was like, oh, I wasn't even trying to be disrespectful. It was just a well, joke. It's like, you don't tell no, someone you were fuck you and then be like, oh, I didn't mean disrespect. Like, be a fucking man and just like say, yeah, I disagree with Joe Biden and fuck him, dude. Just grow some fucking balls. Yeah, yeah. Fucking you, you, you can't be all, all fucking tough guy. Yeah, fuck you, Joe Biden, until – people say hey that was kind of a dick move you're an asshole and be like oh no what? i didn't mean that yeah just fucking stick to it <laughs> you're if you want to me say on christmas like fuck you dude you're such a baby <laughs> yeah you're such a fucking pussy like yeah like you're saying yeah grow some fucking balls and say fuck you joe biden if that's how you fucking feel and then just understand that you're gonna have to deal with the fucking fallout if people don't agree with you that's how the shit works yeah and that's what that's what pisses me off about these people dude is like they have to use a fucking coded message to get their point across just grow some fucking balls and say what you mean i'll say it right now fuck joe biden who cares like yeah, who fuck fucking him. cares dude just yeah just stop being a little crybaby bitch boy just say what you fucking mean if you if you think you're like such a badass stop try, stop hiding behind some fucking like coded term and then crying when people are like Oh, you shouldn't say that. Fucking grow up, dude. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, when people rightly call you a fucking baby anyway for this fucking immature bullshit that you're trying to, like, throw out there. Like, yeah, you should just say, hey, fuck you. Because I think even if you were like, oh, fuck Joe Biden, and then, like, click, hung up, I feel like people would still be like, yeah, that was disrespectful or whatever. But there, I think there would be a certain level of, like, well... Uh, I mean, okay. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that actually would have been way funnier if he had just straight up been like, hey, fuck you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, these people are fucking wimps, dude. Yeah, and they're a bunch what, of fucking pussies. What's hilarious also is just four years of them crying about people being mean to Donald Trump and then, and you know how, well, he's your president. You shouldn't disrespect him. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, we fucking knew that. Was yeah, no, I know. I know. But it's just it's just hilarious because it's also like – the news channels saying that shit. They were the biggest crybabies yeah. about people yeah. being mean to Donald Trump. And now they're like, <laughs> got him. You're a fucking baby, dude. You are a child in a sandbox uh, insulting another child. Like, get and the I, fuck and I out love, of here. And I love that all it took to have the just be like, yeah, fuck it with Kyle Rittenhouse. <laughs> Some fucking stupid fucking D-list Twitch streamer. Uh, <laughs> How, calling Joe Biden, having a lovely conversation with him, and then closing with, oh, let's go, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Think he had his hand in his pants the whole time? Oh, dude, he was rock fucking hard. I'm sure as soon as he hung up the phone, he, the phone, he fucking came. <laughs> uh, Actually, no. God. Actually, no. I bet he saved it until he watched the like the twit the, the clip back mm. from the stream, so he could like post it. I'm sure. I bet he was fucking jerking it the whole time to that. Absolutely. What a loser! <laughs> uh, big loser. Okay. <laughs> we need we need to get a uh, like sound bites for the show, man. <laughs> yes, bunch of, like, we do. Trump sound bites. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Biden soundbites like yes, that's yes, a fact, absolutely. Jack. <laughs> Just shit about his hairy legs in the summer, or whatever the fuck. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't. I vaguely know what you're talking about. I know. Did yeah, he, it was some, it was some shit at a fucking campaign rally. He's he talked for 15 minutes and didn't say fucking anything. He was like talking about being in the pool in the summer, and he he had hairy legs, and he'd like push the hair up on his legs, and like I was <laughs> like, what the. Fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and that was where the like the drug dealer called cork. What was it? Uh, uh, oh, corn pop. Corn, corn pop. pop. That's yeah, where, that's yeah. where that came from. <laughs> and it was like, fuck, this guy's gonna be the president. 
Oh, no. Unreal, dude. Instead of instead of him and Trump having a debate, I just want them to like just be able to talk about anything they want over each that other. That would be fucking awesome. <laughs> Both of them just rambling about this stupidest bullshit. Who has the hairiest legs? <laughs> My legs are so hairy, okay? Ted Cruz's wife has the hairiest legs you've ever seen, okay? (laughs) I've seen it, folks. I've seen it. Hair coming out of her wherever, okay? (laughs) Many places. (laughs) Both places, both places. (laughs) They come to me and say, sir, why doesn't she shave her legs? I don't know. I don't know. They don't do that today, okay? They don't shave their legs. Women don't shave their legs today. Yeah, you can't shave your legs anymore. You can't shave your legs anymore, okay? They're not okay with it. Well, that's the other hilarious thing uh, I was going to bring up was Donald Trump was uh, on um, a show with uh, Mike Huckabee. And he was like, you know, sir, you uh, just, you know, blowing smoke right up his fucking ass. He's like, sir, you know, you saved Christmas with your presidency and we this year we had people saying Merry Christmas again, uh, you know, carried over from your term and all this. And he and yeah. Donald Trump was just like, he's like, before I was elected, you couldn't say it; it wasn't allowed. And I campaigned on letting people say Merry Christmas again, and now they say it. Uh, and he's yeah. like, he's like, you know, but <laughs> this is true, dude. He said, but you know what? You can't say anymore. You can't say anything like. Uh, George Washington or Thomas Jefferson or Abraham Lincoln. You can't even talk about them anymore. <laughs> he said there's a war on on mentioning the names of George Washington. <laughs> there's a war on George Washington. Apparently. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Uh, let, okay, sure. Let me see if I can find a clip, dude. It was fucking... I almost fell out of my chair. It was... Unbelievable. <laughs> they won't let you talk about Zachary Taylor in schools anymore. Okay, it's disgusting. They will not even mention William Henry Harrison. No more Jonathan Taylor Thomas in the schools, okay? <laughs> Beautiful president, my favorite president, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, okay? <laughs> you can't even talk about George Washington anymore. Unbelievable. I just came across an article from February of 2020 in which Mike Huckabee said Donald Trump could suck the coronavirus out of 60,000 people and he'd still get criticized. What? Why would you say it like that? (laughs) Why the fuck would you say it like that? Oh my God. I bet he could suck a golf ball through a garden hose too. (laughs) Clearly suck it right out of you. He still wouldn't Uh. like him. I wish he'd suck it out of me. Jesus Christ. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I couldn't find it, but uh, <laughs> I didn't want to try to scroll through the whole video. Uh, anyway. But yeah, it was fucking hilarious, dude. It was absolutely I love it. hilarious. I love it. I love it. I, lo- I love that everyone's finally turning on him. I was wondering what it would what it would take. Uh, not much. Yeah, not much as it turns out. And uh, yeah, related to vaccines of all things. Of course. But he's been saying to get the vaccine for a while. I mean, here's the thing that's totally crazy, bro. And I bet if he were still, like if he had won the election and were in office and he were saying, yeah, get the vaccine, they probably would. Yeah, I mean... Like the one, the one fucking thing he could, which I don't even want to give him that much credit for because there are so many other people involved, but like the one positive thing he could cling to is Operation Warp Speed. Yes. And his fucking base doesn't even want anything to do with it. <laughs> like it's insane, dude. Uh, yeah. It's insane. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember off the top of my head if people were already like when it was announced that it would be sort of in like the springtime when it when it first when when uh when them vaccines first dropped, mm-hmm. um, whether people were already skeptical by then or not, or if it was sort of after. Yeah, I don't remember. It was so long ago. 
I know. It's not a fucking year ago or whatever. Yeah. Well, Fuck. time for some good news, Robbie. Uh, Toyota. Oh, yeah. Toyota decided not to go through with their plan to charge people dude, a, a subscription to use their remote start. Dude, okay. I'm glad you fucking went through this because how did they not – so for anybody who doesn't know, Toyota was going to lock the remote start feature uh, out of key fobs and everything entirely if you didn't pay a monthly subscription. At first, people thought they were just talking about their like app which is like, okay, fine. You don't want to pay for the app. That's fine. But yeah, they were just going to straight up lock you out of a feature that your car fucking has. And BMW tried this like two years ago with uh, CarPlay. Mm. They were going to be like, you have to pay 30 bucks a month or whatever it was to have CarPlay in your car. And everyone got fucking pissed and lost their minds. And so they backed off and stopped doing it. Yeah. Like, bro, this is our, we already went through this. This is, this is why I fucking hate the digital age of, of vehicles. <laughs> Yeah. Not only are they making it like impossible to work on yourself yes. uh, and turning it from, you know, going to a mechanic to like a fucking electrician or, yeah. or an engineer to fix your shit. Well, and really having to go to dealers. Y- yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, that's what that's what it is. But uh, yeah. not only are, are they just becoming more of a pain in the ass to maintenance, but you're going to like lose control over like functions in your car. And it can happen fucking overnight. Like if Toyota wanted to, they could fucking do that tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. And it also like really starts to make you wonder, well, and what happens when you maybe go, if you decide to sell the car yourself later? Yeah. Will will the other person be like totally fucked? What's going to happen here? Yeah. It's fucking stupid. And also, and it's also not even hard to get around because people point out, it's like, I could also pay, you know, at most a hundred dollars and then have an aftermarket remote start system installed. Right. So what what's the point here? Yeah, it's just insane, dude. I mean, it's like yeah. it's like you buy a fu- it's like it's like if EA had a car or some shit. I mean, or yeah, for Activision real. or whatever the fuck. And Toyota of all companies, I was surprised. I like I was not surprised at all that BMW tried it. No, of course not. Toyota, I would expect like Ford or GM to try that shit. Yeah. Um it's just fucking annoying, dude. I mean, like what you know? Like what if you miss? I'm just imagining you like miss a payment on a subscription service to your car, and then just like it your just radio breaks. stops working, or or that too. They just turn off your car in the interstate. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean that, but that's also like a thing that could happen. Is like if you're late on a car payment, they could theoretically just shut your car off. Well, that's yeah, that's been a thing for a long time, especially with like buy here, pay here dealerships. Um, those are sketchy as fuck, but um, yeah. In fact, dude, I've ex- I've experienced that with a customer when There's I did all kinds of I did oh, valet. Really? Yeah, their car wouldn't start, and uh, like fucking nothing would work, man. And then the guy came out. Well, the guy was out there because we were going to get his car, so I went back and got him. I was like, "Hey, man, I need you to come out here. Like, it's not starting." And he's like, "Bro, they fucking shut it off." I was like, "What?" He goes, "Yeah, I I missed a payment. I guess they shut it off." I was like, what are you talking Jesus. about? I had no idea that that was a thing at the time. Yeah. But, but yeah, those sketchy dealerships, man, they just fucking. They'll get you. They'll get you. Yeah, imagine if it's Toyota itself <laughs> doing that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. And there also there's shit like, you know, 80 month long loans and shit now. Like it's fucking wild. Like people are getting locked into some crazy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Or like the, you know, if you want to lease, like the, the conditions and the term, the terms and conditions for that can be insane. Like you have to, yeah you can't exceed a certain mileage on the car or you have to use it a minimum of this or whatever. It's just fucking yeah. crazy. Yeah. It's insane. Don't lease. <laughs> no. the, do not lease a car. No. Buy it. I think for now people have like no tolerance for that kind of bullshit with something like a car. Yeah, uh, I don't. Th- I think we'll be able to avoid that for a while. And there's also, in, in terms of the repair thing, I don't know if you've heard anything about the right to repair movement that's happening. Yeah, absolutely. And it's mostly happening with uh, farm equipment, actually, John Deere tractors specifically. But it's yeah. gaining momentum generally, also with like cell phones and things like that. And I'm sure that'll start spreading to cars to the point now where people are like saying it should be legislated, which I agree with. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it's bullshit. The the power grab that's a, that's at play by these companies is fucking insane. 
Just like, dude, just stay in your lane. Just make the product. You're already making billions. Just fucking yeah. take a hike. <laughs> Bozo. I mean, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's insane. I can't wait till everything is just like a subscription. I mean, it's, we're going to, we're not too far away. <laughs> yeah. I had this, uh, I don't know if it's been done in like science fiction work or not, but yeah. Yeah. So I was at a, uh, I was at a gas station. I, th- I can't remember if it was a Valero or what, but, uh, when I took the pump off and started pumping the gas, like it started playing commercials and like, there's like a TV screen on the gas pump, just started playing videos with ads <laughs> it's like why am i just standing here listening to fucking ads while i fill up my yeah tank? it's so fucking annoying so i was thinking like of just uh ad shit in more everyday scenarios yeah I, like before you can start your car <laughs> i didn't think of that like i was you turn it on and like the battery and stuff comes on and then it like plays you a 30 second ad that you have to like pay a subscription service for to not see that would be fucking bullshit. What I was thinking was a little darker than that, which is nice. Uh, I was trying to watch a how to video on YouTube and there was ads and I was like, what if I was watching like the Heimlich maneuver or something? No, th- thought, this has been a thing. People have like tweeted and like tried to get YouTube to talk about this and be like, what if like, this is like, could potentially be a life and death scenario here. Interesting. Well, I was just going to say, what if you call 911 and there's like ads you have to sit through or some shit? Yeah. You know, like. And it like asks you if you have like this uh, tier of whatever on your phone plan. And if you don't, oh, <laughs> you have to like put on a pin. And if you don't have one, then you have to listen to two minutes of ads or whatever. Or just what if, what if your phone had ads before you could call somebody? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what it is. Every time that you, if you lock your phone, when you go to unlock your phone, you have to sit through oh, ads. Oh, God. That would be terrible. Jesus I think Christ, that's the play here. I would go fucking insane. <laughs> I dude, I am yeah, dude. I am so fucking tired of YouTube. I'm tired of these fucking ads, dude. Every time I not on my laptop because I have ad block, but like on my yeah. on my TV and on my fucking dongles, there's no ad block that I know of that I've been able to find. And uh, I put on a YouTube video and there's like two unskippable ads at the start, and then 20 seconds into the video, there's a fucking 15 second ad, and then before the video's over, there's another ad that you can skip after five yeah. seconds. And then, yeah. dude, one time I was watching a video and literally like two seconds before the ending, it fucking went into an ad. So I didn't even finish the video. It's like, fuck right. it. I don't care how it ends. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> I only watch YouTube on my computer for that same reason because I have ad block. And I get that like, you know, the creators, like they need like the ad support and stuff like that. I I understand that. But man, if it, if and if they let like creators control where the ads fill in their videos, I wouldn't be as annoyed about it. But the fact that it's going to be like in the middle of a sentence, it's like the, surely that hurts like your platform because it makes it more irritating to watch videos. Like if if the creators can be like, we want to front load the video with ads or we'll, we'll like have a built-in ad break here, like a third of the way through or, you know, whatever, kind of like how they structure their own personal ads. And right. that would be way better. Well, that's what's great about today's sponsor, Robbie, uh, Raid Shadow Legends. They're very supportive yeah. of online content creators such as YouTubers, vloggers, streamers, podcasters, et cetera. VTubers. VTubers, Pornhubbers. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> only only fans people i don't know dude we should start a vlog uh and only post it on pornhub better yet we should we should should. we absolutely should do that and uh or we could do a video version of the podcast but only post it on pornhub (laughs) uh it turns out pornhub is also a great uh place to go for uh shrek memes apparently yes we, we discovered that a couple of years ago on accident <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what we call a happy accident um yes indeed yeah yep only watch Pornhub when i'm there for the shrek content baby yeah same it's all it's good for well that and also exploiting people but you know well hey man it's all it's only uh content from verified content creators now so it's only partially exploitative oh true 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 you know fucking five or six years after people kept being like hey you should do this because we keep finding child porn on your website jesus christ that is awful yep well on that note uh 
that's fucking terrible. Uh, time to hit the old dusty trail. Oh god, is that what they're calling it these days? Uh, yeah, that, that was uh, that's uh, fucking. That should be Melania's porn name. Terrible. Well, thank you everyone for listening. <clears throat> thank you, Robbie, for joining me. Uh, of if course, you, if you like this podcast and you want to hear more, tune in same time next week wherever you just heard us. America had gone through a long period where people quit saying Merry Christmas. It's all happy holidays. You deliberately changed that and openly said, Merry Christmas, we're going to say it again. It was part of my campaign, Mike. You know, the country had started with this woke, I guess, uh, a little bit before that. Yeah. And it was embarrassing for stores to say Merry Christmas. You'd see these big chains, they want your money, but they don't want to say Merry Christmas. And they'd use reds and they'd use whites and snow, but they wouldn't say Christmas. And when I started campaigning, this was in 2015, when I started campaigning, I said, you're going to say Merry Christmas again. And now people are saying it. Of course, they're not saying a lot of other things like George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, Thomas Jefferson. You know, those names are being obliterated because of craziness but uh, they are saying merry christmas again we got that that was a big part of what i was doing and so i would say it all the time during that period that we want them to say merry christmas don't shop at stores that don't say merry christmas and i'll tell you we brought it back very quickly you really did and i think a lot of people appreciated that it was a part of the american culture it was a part of who we are it wasn't uh to exclude anybody it was just simply a celebration of what America does at Christmas. And America and the world, but America loves Christmas. Yeah. And whether you're Muslim, whether you're Christian, whether you're Jewish, everyone loves Christmas. And they'd say Merry Christmas until these crazy people came along and they wanted to stop it along with everything else. So I was very proud of that actually. Remember I used to say, we will say Merry Christmas again in front of these massive crowds of people. What you just said, is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Okay, a simple wrong would have done just fine, but... uh...